that in normal life we would never allow someone to step out into something big, some huge responsibility, without giving them some tips on how to survive. You would never allow someone to take hold of the wheel of a car without teaching them how to drive, or at least some basic tips on how not to crash. You know, when we set people out on the journey of marriage, we, we really encourage marriage preparation. When we have teenagers step into adulthood, there's always like a time of mentoring, or at least hopefully, to, to give them some, some tips on how to navigate the dangers. And yet in the spiritual life, you know, it's so rare that anyone would ever tell you that you're on a journey and then give you some tips on how to survive that journey. And we then look at the church and we wonder why no one's advancing or growing. Because even if they actually have experienced the call of God, they've often fallen at the first hurdle. This really is the legacy that Ignatius Loyola has given us in his Rules of Discernment, that he, he has fallen many times and he's re realized that there's a pattern to this behavior. You know, the, the great spiritual enemy that we fight against is not particularly creative. He's only got a couple, of a couple of tricks up his sleeve. And if you can understand how they work, you can guard yourself against them. In the last episode, I explained about the idea of consolation and desolation. Words that Ignatius gives to the movement of the human heart and the fact that the enemy is trying to get us to stop moving to turn inwards, to focus on ourselves, to be caught up in our own internal pain and to lose faith, hope and love. Whereas the Spirit of God is trying to stir us up and, and turn outwards, see the hope, see the faith and, and be prepared to really worship and praise God. Having defined those terms, Ignatius then lists off a series of basic rules that we need to understand. Uh, how to navigate life based on this understanding. So I want to try and go through this very quickly, but as best as I can, explain to you something of the significance. So having explained to us what desolation is, Ignatius gives probably the most important rule of all. He says, if you recognize that you are in a time of desolation, do not make any decisions to change your direction. When you are in a time of desolation, you're basically trying to avoid pain. There is some sort of pain within you that has caused you to turn inwards. And naturally, it's uncomfortable. And we want to avoid the uncomfortable. And so the great temptation in desolation is to start to do something different. We, we want to change things quick, quickly. You might find that your marriage is stuck and it's not going anywhere and you feel like God's abandoned you. You don't want to pray. And so suddenly you think the best way out of this is to change the decision I made, which was to be married, you know, or whatever it is, maybe like your work or a decision you've made in prayer, something you think if I only if only I change that, it would all go away. Ignatius basically says, don't change anything. Go deeper into self-awareness, go deeper into an understanding of what that pain is actually coming from and then come to a place where you can actually decide correctly. Now, 
after that, he goes on to say that even though we shouldn't change anything, we should actually start to change something of our behavior. So we don't change our decisions that have set us on this path, but we start to change the behavior. And, and particularly, we start to do the very things we don't want to do. If you're in desolation, you don't want to pray, you don't want to meditate, you don't want to examine yourself and understand what's going on. So Ignatius says, start moving in the opposite direction. Start praying more. Start really meditating. Start praying for self-awareness. Start going out beyond yourself and loving other people. You know, doing acts of service. You know, do the washing up. Whatever it is. It's going to take you out of yourself and, and out of that fog of desolation that you're stuck in. These two rules, rule five and six, are vitally important. That in terms of navigating this very common experience of the spiritual journey, we need to just realize that we can make massive mistakes in life if we make decisions during desolation or if we fail to fight against it. If we just give in, it just gets worse. It deepens and God seems further and further away. So Ignatius is basically saying, stand up and fight. You know, Enter into real petition, intercession to God that he will lift you out of this. Having said that, Ignatius now goes on to a number of rules where he tries to help us to understand how to really navigate internally this experience. The next rule he goes on to basically say, when you are in desolation, you've got to sort of understand why this happens. That in some way, God is allowing this to happen as a way of testing you. And at this point, you're going to say, well, why is he testing me? What, what's the point of this? God is trying to help you grow through these hardships that you experience. Now, while the devil will tempt you, God will test you. And there's a huge difference between those two concepts. The devil wants you to fall. God wants you to grow. And so God is going to allow you to go through challenges and hardships so that you actually mature and you develop a deeper resolve that you really want this grace. If it was just given to you without any effort, you'd take it for granted. And so he's inviting you into a journey where you need to really persevere. And even though that desolation may take quite some time to lift, you're going to really stay with it the whole way through. In the same way, Ignatius would say that we need to be very patient in this process. You know, when we are in desolation, there is a sense of urgency. Like we're, we want out quickly. We want this to end. We want to go back to feeling good again. And, and that's actually part of the real poison of desolation. The more we are impatient, the worse it gets. And so what he's saying here is we need to learn how to be patient and wait this out. In, in some sense, it's a bit like, you know, if, if a boat is caught in a huge storm, you're going to panic and want to just grab the life jacket and, and jump overboard. But you've got to believe that the storm will pass, you know. And so if you can just ride this out, it will end. In the ninth rule, Ignatius goes on to explaining three of the potential causes of desolation. So in terms of praying for self-knowledge, this is really where he's hitting on. Can you recognize any of these things here? The first cause of desolation is us. 
you know, we, we have become tepid, slothful, or negligent in our spiritual exercises. We've just stopped praying. Maybe you're on holidays and you've just given up on prayer. You know, or maybe you're just so busy that you've allowed this to slip. Secondly, is that the second reason why we can enter into desolation is a bit like I was saying, that, that God is trying to test us or, or maybe reveal to us something of the reality of what life is without his grace. And, and this humbles us and it also makes us more grateful for the grace of God. You know, when God removes his grace or removes his hand from your life and suddenly you realize how much you're falling, you can go back to God with greater fervor. The third reason is really that God wishes to give us a true knowledge and understanding of ourselves, you know, so that we can have a, a deeper awareness that it's not within our power to attain great devotion. It's not us that makes this happen. It's God. So really, desolation can be a great blessing to humble us and, and make us cling to God even more. As you read through the rules of discernment, you start to realize that humility is really central to Ignatius. As he goes on in the, in the next few rules, he's basically saying that when you are experiencing consolation, when everything's going great, you want to pray, you want to serve God, you, you, you feel like you're a saint, He's kind of saying, during that time, you need to remember that desolation will come again. And you've almost got to operate in your spiritual life as a way of preparing yourself for the next time that desolation comes. as Almost as like a way of storing up a supply of strength as a defense against that day. So you don't allow yourself to get carried away with vainglory when things are going well. So he's kind of saying that, you know, during that time of consolation, you, you should enjoy it, but be humble, you know, to at the same time realize that this is not created by you. This is not your own good works making this happen. It's a, it's a grace of God. So during the time of consolation, you've got to remember what things were like during desolation and when you were left without that grace of God. Let that humble you. But on the other hand, when you are experiencing desolation, Remember what things were like during consolation so that you don't lose hope. You can remember that actually God's in control here. It's not you. He's going to pull you out of this. And so this now brings us to the final three rules of this list of 14, where Ignatius gives three key tactics of the enemy. And if you can understand this, then you can fight against them. Firstly, he says that the enemy is basically a coward or, or like a bully and if you stand up to the bully, he'll back down because basically he's scared. But if you are scared, if you hesitate, if, if you start to show a sign of weakness, that bully becomes empowered. If you give in to that desolation, the enemy will just start to get louder and stronger and push you down. So Ignatius is saying, have courage, stand up and fight. The second thing he says is that the enemy is a bit like a false lover who is going to suggest all sorts of false ideas to you, but then tell you to keep them secret. Don't tell anyone. So in the same way that a false lover will speak all sorts of evil intentions to the daughter of a good father and then say, this is just between us. Don't let anyone, don't let your father know about it. There's always a temptation in desolation 
to keep it secret, to keep it quiet. And the enemy knows that if you keep, keep it secret, then he is the only voice you're ever going to hear. And so Ignatius is saying, you've got to speak this out. You've got to talk to people. So to your confessor, to your spiritual director, to someone who understands the spiritual journey, simply speaking it out that this is what's going on can have the power to break it. Finally, he says that the enemy is a bit like a military leader who is looking for a weak spot to attack. And so the enemy is sort of going to encamp around the fortifications of, of the city and he's going to study the city to try to understand what is the weakest point on the wall and then focus all the attack on that spot. So in the same way, the enemy is going to study your human nature. He's going to try to understand where is your weak spot and hit you there. And so you need to know your weak spot and you've got to guard yourself in that space particularly. Now, as I say, what I've tried to do here is really a very basic overview, purely just to give you an introduction that this stuff exists, that th this is part of our legacy in the church. If you want to advance in the spiritual journey, or at least if you want to go through your life of prayer without being knocked around so much, I really strongly encourage you to study more in this. Find some podcasts, find some articles on the internet, and start to understand what does this actually look like? How does this apply to your life? The more that you can spend time each day just reflecting over and say, where was I? You know, where was I in a time of consolation? Where was I in a time of desolation? Where did I give in to the tactics of the enemy and allow myself to get stuck for a whole day or a week or a month in that place of desolation? And once you recognize it, start to use some of these tools to now fight against it, to move in the opposite direction and to guard yourself from making stupid decisions in that moment. <laughs>